Welcome to the Big Daddy Sports Minute, a sports talk radio from the fans' perspective. I am Paul Big Daddy DeMay, and alongside me, as usual every week now, mm-hmm. is my co-hosts, mm-hmm. slash producers, mm. slash brothers, mm-hmm. slash whatever else you guys are, <laughs> Michael and thing. Jason. Hello. How you Yo, guys? Hello. How you guys doing? Well, I'm, Jay, you go first. I'm great. Well, wait, 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 wait. What are we doing right wait. now? Wait, hold on, Michael. What? Why do we go through this every single week? We're doing pleasantries. All right. Jason, how was your week? Well, it was pleasant. <laughs> Did you see um, any trees? I mean, <laughs> I can tell you what it is right now. It's six degrees outside in a blizzard. Mm. So that's how pleasant I am right now. Okay. Um, mm, don't sound good. Yeah. That's all I really have. Last week was just busy for me, but uh, end of the week on a high note, took out some guys for uh, my team from work, went bowling, went out for dinner and stuff. So that was fun to end the week on that. But awesome. yeah. How'd you do, man? How'd I, how'd I do? Yeah. How'd you bowl? I didn't bowl because my back was hurt still. <laughs> oh. So, so I just sat and drank beer. Oh, there you go. That, actually, that's probably <laughs> that's more probably pleasant it. than bowling. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That'd make my back feel better. Somehow. Last, I remember last time I bowled, I was sore like for four days afterwards. Yeah. I don't use yeah. those bowling muscles. Well, so yeah, I'm doing great. How Good. are you guys? Good. Michael, well, how are you? That was a long pleasantries, Jay. There's no time. Sorry, there's no time That's limit on present. Oh, there's not. It can go forever. As long as we want. Can I play the music more than once? Go ahead. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Uh, dude, my, so my week was okay. Had a good, had a great weekend because my studio is really. Co- I actually recorded music in my studio on Saturday and Sunday. Wow. So Papa Bear's happy. He's nice. happy. Nice. Mm-hmm. Things are okay. doing, doing good in this thing. The studio is really coming together. Good. Yeah. How awesome. about you, Big Daddy? Well, you know, Michael. Every week, you tell me I start out negative on my pleasantries. Mm, you do. You're negative. And but this week, you know what? My week was glorious. Exactly. Was it really? I was gonna say magnificent. Oh, that's. Um, that's but funny. I like glorious. Wherever heck you say that. <laughs> yeah, don't ever do that again. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. We'll Mike, probably Mike, never do that. We'll, we'll, Mike, yeah, let Mike. Yeah, we'll ha- let Mike do the sound I'll do effects. That, I'll do that kind of stuff. Um, no, I actually had a really good week. Of course, I'm busy, you know, as usual, but. Um, I was able to take four days off this week Ooh, and wow. just in the past week and went to, uh, Missouri, 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 and went to a casino in Missouri Uh-oh. Um, Sounds... with the, with a, a couple of friends and, uh, had a, had a really good time. Um, thankfully did not lose too much money. <laughs> did lose a little bit, but I heard you your friends. I was smart and, uh. You know, I only took a certain amount with me, and you know, I would bet twenty at a time, just paying nickel, dime, quarter mm-hmm. slots, and mm-hmm. nothing, nothing major. And I did get on this one machine that Saturday I won 150 bucks on it, and Sunday I ended up winning almost another hundred. So overall, I really was only down about 70 bucks for the weekend. So that's not too bad, mm. not bad at all. Now, yes, I was telling uh, Isabella earlier. Who's that? Your, your daughter. Oh yeah, I remember her. Um, friend of mine that I was with, we were celebrating her birthday, and. Uh, <laughs> Saturday night, she uh, was getting ready to leave and was tired, and we were there for quite a while, and she decided to take her last $40 or so and sit down at this one machine that was the Wheel, Wheel of Fortune machine, and long story short, she please, uh, please. she was uh, down her last couple of bucks and Uh-oh. had maybe one or two spins left at $10 a pop and hit 1500 bucks. She walked away with $1,500. Dude, so that's that awesome for her. It was a great, great birthday present. <laughs> that is glorious. So oh. it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Had a, had a great yeah. time. I'll tell you this about Missouri. It's a great story. Um, Sounds very pleasant. It was very pleasant. Um, tell me about Missouri. Tell you this about Missouri, and I'll keep this short. Yeah, I hope um, so, because we're already at an hour. So okay. Um, after your long Woke up yesterday story. morning. Long story short. Woke up yesterday morning, and we had, we had a couple of dogs with us, and so they had to go out and... Walked outside, and I'm telling you, my boogers froze. I couldn't dig deep anymore because it was uh, so dude, damn cold. In Missouri? Yes, and it was snowing. And St. Louis was getting like three to five inches of snow, and we were about oh. two hours south of St. Louis. And I almost feel bad for you. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jason's sitting there in eight feet of snow. You're saying your boogers froze. Okay. I know. Um, right, let's move on to something but, uh, better than. But anyways, no, it wasn't. It was. It was about 18 degrees with a 40 mile an hour wind, and felt like it was negative 10. It was damn cold. Oh, so Paul. it's cold here right now, dude. It's like 28. I know it's so cold. I couldn't wear my g-string <laughs> today. I was a little disappointed. Um, but that uh, that but yeah, very pleasant. So I had a glorious week, Mike. Glorious. Um, and before we move on to uh, what we're gonna do tonight, um, Jay, I want to just let you know. Oh boy, here we go. In my hand right now, and you probably can't see this, but that says I'll hold it up to him because he doesn't believe a word you're saying. It says Fed. Says uh, FedEx office. And your trophy that you've been patiently waiting for will arrive at your door sometime before midnight on Wednesday. And here you go. Here's what it, There's proof. It, All right. It actually doesn't say that. There's proof. But it says a lot of, um, no, a lot of actually, numbers on it. No, actually yeah. it does say there. It delivered by the end of the day on the oh, second. taking the next is. few days off of work and waiting for it then. You should. Um, when I actually put the, uh, you know, your address in, Kelly's name came up. So, yeah. Um, I said, no, send it to Jason. <laughs> uh, it actually says commit date not available. So, give me that. That's what it says. Anyways, <laughs> it does not say that. It does say that right there. Anyhow. It says commit um, date not I did available. Get, I did get an email confirmation that says mm-hmm. it will be delivered on Wednesday. So, Wednesday, you will be able to, <laughs> Thursday, you'll be able to put that trophy in your office like you've been waiting for. You may have to dust the spot off again because it's been a while, but it's all right. I'll probably keep it here so I can bring it out of the next show and just show every, you know, all these. Show everybody. Show all of us. Show all of us. Well, sorry it took so long, but you will have it in a couple days, and you can keep it for twelve months. And the next person that wins it, assuming it's not you, will just have to wait. That's all I got to say. So they're gonna have to wait. Exactly. So um, anyhow, well. Let's move on to what we're doing tonight. How about that? About now time. Pleasantries are over. They are over. Michael, you love pleasantries. They could go on for, for an hour and you'd be happy. I would. I could, I could just do pleasantries for the whole... We could just do a pleasantry podcast. We could mm-hmm. for about eight minutes. Then we'll do people an hour would be bored. <laughs> so, well, tonight we are... Uh, we're going to start off uh, hanging with the brothers. Um, that would be us. And we got a few things to talk about. <laughs> a little bit of NFL news with the Combine and... Free agency starts next week, and then we're going to move into Mike's segment, um, Lost and Found, and he'll surprise us with who he's doing tonight. Lost and Found. Then the Michigan mashup, and we'll end with the Big Daddy's final take. So let's get this rolling, Michael. You got it, Big Daddy. start hanging with the brothers. Okay. Alrighty, Michael. God, I just love saying that. It's just—it's like my tagline. I know, man. It's just so awesome. It's on the billboard. So, is it? Mm-hmm. We have a billboard now. Mm-hmm. It says, "Alrighty, Michael," with your big face on it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so let's uh, let's let's start hanging with the brothers, and uh, um, you know, let's let's start out with with your buddy once again, real quick. You know what? Why do you call him my buddy when he does something wrong? I call them all of the Patriots players, your buddies, your pals. Your, He's your boy. Your yeah. boys. All right, I'll, I'll go with this this time. You know, so, um, <clears throat> so Robert Kraft. Yeah. Um, from what I heard, pled guilty. Not guilty. He pled not guilty. Not, not guilty. Not yep. guilty. Not guilty to the charges, the two misdemeanor charges. Well, I mean, why do you think he did that? Because they say they have video footage. Mm-hmm. So I have a theory. You guys want to hear this? Sure. So I was talking to <laughs> Russ, who works with me, and we we're talking about this, this and, be good. and he's like, uh, I said, you know, what if it wasn't actually him in there? It's a, another dude. I'm sure there's a lot of old rich guys down there. And Russ said, yeah, pretty much every old guy in Florida looks just like Robert Kraft. <laughs> so, so does every old guy in Florida drive a Bentley? No, but there's a lot of Bentleys down there, I'm sure. I mean, there's old guys drive expensive cars. That go to move to Florida and they're retiring down there. Do they have 2000, 2015 blue Bentleys with the license plate that says Kraft? I'm sure a lot with, of them uh, do. New England Patriots <laughs> license plate banner around it. Right. Yeah, but what about a lot of those old geezers down there that look just like him 
love craft cheese. <laughs> so they put that on their car. What about the big sticker on the back window that says Brady? Right. Or the six Super Bowl trophies around yeah. that sticker. Yeah. I don't think his Bentley is <laughs> blinged up with all that stuff, you guys. And we we had some misinformation last week. We did. We said, yeah, just just a little little bit. I think we said he was there twice in like a week. It was actually twice in a twenty four hour period. Oh, way to go, Bob. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he double dipped in twenty four hours for well, you know, for about twenty minutes or so. What if it wasn't him? Wouldn't that be something? I'm pretty sure it's him. How do they know for sure it's him? That's why that, that none of that stuff has well, come out yet. I'll say this, Robert Kraft. Um, if if I was just a, an average football fan and I saw Robert Kraft on TV, I would know who he is because he's been on TV a lot and people know he's the owner of the Patriots. Yeah. So I don't think there's any getting around him actually, whether he was it was him or not. I'm pretty sure it was him. The only thing you got to look yeah, for we'll is see. if he has a white collar on his blue shirt. <laughs> then you know it's him. We'll see. It, we'll just it, we'll let it play out. Let's do that. Let's okay. See what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah, it's it's still kind of a funny story. So um, and he's wearing his New Balance tennis shoes. <laughs> I'm telling then you, you know it's him. I'm I bet you, you there's about a hundred <laughs> guys that look just like him in Florida. Oh, I'm sure they look yeah. a lot like him, but they're not him. Well, we're gonna find out. Exactly my point. We will find out. Hopefully, hopefully, well, no, I won't say that. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> the sad part about the whole thing is that they're supposed to be going after the actual traffickers, and they're, all the attention is focused on Robert Kraft. Yeah, that's true. Well, I agree. I mean, it's stupid. I agree. I mean, it is, that is a don't sad part. Don't get these part. sons of bitches. Now they're saying, I heard a thing the other day, that there are no traffickers. They can't figure out who it is. Hmm. And That's then there were some people coming up and saying, yeah, I visited that place many times, and Susie Q, whoever did it, that, um, they was, she was always happy, and I actually took her shopping one time, and, you know, so it's like, hmm. are they really trafficked, or is it just, I don't know. It's, well, you never know. it's prostitution, Michael. It is, and that is and, and if you've got $6 billion, just have them brought to the house. That's all i got to say. That's I it. Think, I think we'll see what happens in might, court. If it was him, he probably learned his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens in court. He goes to court in, what, April, I think, something like I that? I don't know. Who cares? I Let's move on. Anyways. So, well, I'll tell you, this is the other thing that happened this weekend, Michael. Yeah. The uh, Jason NFL, NFL Combine. Yeah, I know. It's been going on. And uh, I because I was gambling my money away, I did not get a chance to watch any of it, which okay. I usually do. But we're going to talk about it anyways. We are definitely going to talk about it because there's some interesting stories uh, that happened over, you know, with players at the Combine this year. Um Defensive players, I think, from what I saw and heard, dominated the combine for the most part. Yeah, defense is really stacked this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, there's a uh, defensive lineman, Montez Sweat, that ran a 4 4 Oh, defensive lineman. Yeah. Defensive lineman. He is a big kid. and How big is he? What is he, Jace? 260? 260-something, yeah. How tall is he, though? Um, he is, I think, 6'3". Six, six, yeah, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, Jesus, he ran that fast? He's yeah. A big, yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, he is. He's, he's a big boy, and he actually set the uh, modern record for the combine um, at the time of 4-4-1. 40-yard dash set the modern record that was originally set in 2003 for a defensive lineman. The previous record was... 444 by Manny Lawson and Isaac Hilton. So Sweat at 260 stood out most of my defensive line group that dazzled overall. Mm-hmm. So it's just, uh, it's, you know. Interesting. Yeah, there's a. <laughs> I won't yeah. say it. Don't say it, Michael. Too late. Um, I, and one thing, the other thing I noticed about the combine, it seems like the players from Mississippi stood out the most, like Mississippi, Mississippi State. Because there was yeah. a – who was a wide receiver from Ole Miss, Jay, we were talking about a little bit earlier? Yeah, Metcalf. Metcalf, yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, he was crazy how good he did at the draft – I mean at the draft, at the combine. 
I know, man. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm already. I've already got him. He drafted. walked down that aisle so fast. I want uh, that draft. Heck, I would draft him I mean, right now if going, I could. He was lightning. <clears throat> did you hear as well, Paul? Since we were talking about the defensive line, did you hear about was that Dexter Lawrence from Clemson? He didn't. He ran his first forty and then hurt his leg. No, I did not hear that. Yeah, he hurt his leg on oh, second second attempt. I guess he got to do the bench press, so he was number one in bench press. He benched like thirty-eight reps or something crazy. Oh my god, at two twenty-five. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a lot. That is crazy. Well, Metcalf ran a four-three-three forty. That's just I can't drive that fast. What was the fastest one last year? Wasn't it like four-two or something? Oh well, this year um, you can't drive the... that fast. <laughs> You're lying, dude. <laughs> The uh, this year uh, the fastest forty time was four two nine. Yeah, four two nine. And and the record is uh, Chris Johnson doesn't own the record anymore. Um, the dude last year. The dude last year. Four two five or four two one. Four two four or four two five. Robinson or what's his name? I can't remember that kid's name. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> I think the, he's in the AAFL now. Probably, a lot of players are going there. Um. According to some people, Johnny Manziel will be there soon. Mm-hmm. Another one of your buddies. Um, Dude, I'm going to punch <laughs> you so hard if you call him my buddy. I am not going to sit here and listen to that. <laughs> uh, so much fun. So, old Mrs. Zedrick Woods um, was the fastest player at the Combine this year at 429. 40. That's pretty quick. That's, that's really quick. I could run a 429, but... I'd be dead. <laughs> but how good can he run routes? That's the question. Well, he is a cornerback. Oh, he's a defensive guy. Yes. And like I said, the defense really shined this this weekend at the combine more than any other position. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, I watched uh, the quarterbacks on Saturday. Um, not super impressive. I mean, uh, Haskins from Ohio State, definitely the top quarterback coming out this year for that's, sure that's too bad yeah he was uh yeah he just looks really smooth i mean compared to everyone else just seemed like a struggle to like especially when they're throwing deep balls and stuff and he just he can zing it um trace mcsorley he looked pretty decent from penn state yeah um i was telling you earlier that uh they were trying to get him to switch to defensive back because he played that in high school and uh i think he's a potentially a pretty good prospect at defensive back, but he's stuck at QB. So we'll see what happens overall. He's just a good athlete. So I think Paul, you had mentioned earlier that um, Sean Payton of the saints mentioned uh, he could be the next Julian Edelman type. I could see that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be a uh, great quarterback, great quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think he'd be smart to, if he's smart, like Edelman was, Right, reinvent yourself and be the best at it. You know, if he's not smart like Tim Tebow, no offense, <laughs> Tim, if you're listening, but yeah, I don't think he is. Tim, I think Tebow would still be in the NFL and he'd be doing well if he had switched to tight end or corner or something like that. Fullback, no, uh, not fullback, but um, well, I'm let me uh, let me ask you guys this um, about the combine. Sure, Big Daddy. Um, Lay it on us. Not not to bring up tom brady every time we do the I show. i love when you do this every time we do the show hey man i'm okay with it but you know the the combine they do obviously they've got the vertical jump the broad jump the 40 mm-hmm. the bench press they've got the wonderlick test they've got interviews about yeah. personality and stuff like that so there's a lot of things that that these players go through in a short period of time that is supposed to give the scouts and the coaches all this information about how good these players are going to be in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So my question to you guys, like if you look at what Tom Brady did in the in the combine, which I don't even need to pull up his stats because it's just not worth doing. Why? Um, well, I actually saw a video of him doing his 40 the other day, and I laughed. <laughs> he was not very that fast. horrible to watch. <laughs> it was. He ran like a 5'1 or a 5'2 or something. It was, it was bad. But Brutal. that's a perfect example of a player that got drafted in the sixth round that now, 18 years later, is arguably the greatest quarterback that ever played a game. Mm-hmm. So some of these players like a, a Metcalf or a Sweat or a Haskins, what's your guys' opinion on how much the combine really 
Because some people said they need to get rid of the combine. I agree with that. Because you can't really, you know, players that score low on the Wonderlook test doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be bad NFL players. So what's your guys' yeah. opinion on that? As, as far as it's hard to predict what these players are going to do. And I would like to see maybe our stats guru can look this up uh, sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, if if there's even a stat out there about it, the percentage of the con- the, the players that score high in the, in the mm-hmm. combine and do well in the combine, how they do in the NFL, what's the percentage? Right. Yeah, I'd like to know that because I saw a thing last night on uh, – I was watching the sports thing, and they were talking about that. And uh, one of the players from the Patriots, uh, who did not have a good combine, actually didn't get to go to the combine. He was actually undrafted, didn't get to go to, wasn't invited to the combine. And he now he's on the Patriots, has two Super Bowl rings. And um, I can't remember his name. He's a defensive guy. And he was saying that you know that combine, you can be, you can have excellent, you know, stuff uh, or excellent, you know, combine, and then not. Uh, he said half those people aren't even playing in the NFL. Right. Yeah, I guess I compare it. <laughs> That's so funny. This music. Do you uh, not hear the music? It's every single week during the middle of a segment, this music comes up. And, 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 and I would say. When I, when I start talking, this, I like and, to hear. And I, and, hear. I would, and I would say, cut it out, but now it's just funny to hear it every week. <laughs> so, anyhow, Jay, uh, what's, your, what's your opinion about I it? I think they should get rid of the combine. Because, you know what, Tom Brady, here's what I, another thing I want to say. Sixth round, horrible combine. You know, they, and, they, and I've heard this from other people who are talking about the combine. They say, you know, if they could have looked into his heart, opened up his chest, and saw his heart, he would have been first round draft pick. Yeah, but but there would have been blood everywhere until he ran his forty time, and they saw him run that like a giraffe. <laughs> it, but, but it doesn't matter because he, he the yeah. heart, he's got the heart of a lion. You so know. my opinion, if Mike can shut up now, I will shut up now. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. so Chad uh, Kathy, I. I compare it to the high school players, you know, coming into college where they give them the, they rate them the stars. And I think we've, all three of us have seen that. I don't know how much that really matters. Um, You have two stars, three stars that play really, really well in college. Um, So looking at the combine, yeah, I don't, I think Mike, you're, you are right. I think it has a lot to do with work ethic and, Mm -hmm. Um, and intelligence too. Intelligence, yeah. I think a lot of these numbers that they're not going to mean diddly squat Mm-mm. for the most part. Now you look at Julian Edelman, Edelman, who I don't know what his combine was like, but that doesn't even matter. He didn't but go he, to the combine. He didn't even go to the combine, did he? But he, Edelman, he, but he's not the fastest guy. But he, nobody could cover him. In the if I remember world. correctly, was Edelman not undrafted? Yeah, I don't think he got drafted. I don't think he did. I think he was an he undrafted was free agent. He was a quarterback at some small, small school. school. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm look it up, Michael. I am right He's now. your buddy, anyways. Um, I'm gonna punch you so hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just I don't know, man. It's I think the combine. Some parts of the combine, I think they can get rid of. If you're gonna, most of it. it I don't know. I've heard some of the questions that these kids get asked from these scouts and NFL teams is just crazy ridiculous. But yeah. they they do it to see what their mental status is and how they would how they would be under pressure and all that. And yeah. you know, um, yeah, I've got his stats here. If you want me to read them, Julian Edelman was drafted in the seventh round in two thousand nine. Okay, he was drafted. I'm thinking Kent, of a different Kent wide receiver. State. Yeah, from Kent State. Yeah. I was thinking of somebody else that was undrafted. I mean, there's a lot of undrafted players that have done really well in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but to answer your question, I really think, I mean, yeah, it's great to see what these guys do, but with their 40 times and stuff, but does it really matter at the end of the day? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I agree. I mean, I don't know. The, I think the combine's good to kind of see what some of these, these kids can do, but, you know, at the same time, they have – they do their private workouts with teams. They, mm-hmm. you know, they have the Senior Bowl, which is just a couple of weeks ago. And I think there's other ways that I think they could cut the, some of the stuff they do at the combine down, or just concentrate more on the weights and the forty and and stuff like that. But I mean, even a forty yard well, dash. Are, if you run yeah. a four two nine forty, that doesn't mean you're going to be a, a successful. No, doesn't mean NFL player. You're going to be fast. Yeah, there's a lot of fast guys that aren't they're really good fast. football players. Yeah, yeah, they're all fast. Yeah. But not, I mean, some are super fast, but it doesn't mean you're going to be fast on the football field. 
Yeah. And you got guys chasing you, got trying to run around blocks and shit. Yeah. Well, the combine's over, and and now we uh, stop talking about it now. We move into. We're going to stop talking about it. Yes, Michael. Praise the um, Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, and uh, with the combine over, obviously the next step for these kids is the draft, and uh, that'll be at the end of April. Uh, but next week, we have uh, NFL free agency starting. And I just want to talk very briefly on this, um, only because I've already heard some some players that are potentially going to sign with teams, like Nick Foles is going to sign with Jacksonville. And he's going to get a – from what they said, obviously they can't negotiate everything, but what was leaked, um, we hope you get a pretty good contract with them. Um, and we'll see. We're going to find out if Nick Foles is actually a good starting quarterback or because uh, – um, Bortles is gone. I mean, yeah, they're going to yeah. release him. It sounds like right. they already did. Oh, they did release him. Yeah, they did. I read. Yeah, it. I think they did yeah. release him already. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, and then I heard uh, the other day that um, Oakland is going to pursue uh, Antonio Brown like hardcore, try to get him. And then Maurice Jones-Drew the other day on the NFL Network had stated that. Um, Oakland also needs to go after Metcalf, the wide receiver from Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And they would have one of the best wide receiving cores in the NFL at that Well, point. if Metcalf's going to be any good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, now assuming. they just need a good quarterback. <laughs> well, I mean, David Carr is not a bad quarterback. He just needs players to throw to. I mean, he hasn't had anybody and they get rid of Amari Cooper and yeah, but Mark Cooper was getting being horrible over there. Then he goes over to what you call Dallas, and all of a sudden he's a great receiver again. You know? Yeah, but it depends on the situation you're in, also. Yeah, I mean we'll talk more about the free agency. It starts on the 13th of this month, so we'll talk about it then. We'll we'll well we'll I mean you know the first 24 hours of free agency you usually get you know these big name players that are signed pretty quick because mm-hmm. you know I think it's now they have a rule um, that they can start negotiating and and. I guess temporarily signed contracts 48 hours before the free agency period actually starts. So really on the 11th, we'll know more about who, who's going away. The Jets say they, they're going to do everything they can to get Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, whatever. So it'll I mean, be interesting to see. Um, Le- we'll talk, Le'Veon Bell is we'll, not going to be very good. Yeah, we'll talk more about that next week and, and you know once free agency actually starts and okay. see, see where these players are going to end up and what they're going to do. But I just found it interesting mm-hmm. that, you know, like Nick Foles, Mm-hmm. Already <clears throat> going to sign with Jacksonville, and he's the starter. And you mm-hmm. know, I don't highly, I don't see Jacksonville winning a Super Bowl with him. Well, the, he won one with the Eagles. Unless, well, unless that, that Foles, was weird to say, dude. unless Foles gets hurt in the regular season and only plays in the playoffs, they have a shot. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do well during the season, but you know, who knows? You know, it's also the system you're in, and the you know, we'll see what what happens. But you know. We're not going to talk about it right now because you're going to, you said we'll talk about free agency on the 13th. I just wanted to mention it because we're only a week away. and it's another, it's it's another, You can do what you want. It's another exciting time of the year for the NFL, Michael. Dude, I am so excited about it. There's never a dull moment in the NFL. There's never a dull moment in the Big Daddy Sports Minute podcast. Exactly. Speaking of NFL. Yeah. Speaking of podcast. Jay, did you see that uh, uh, Johnny Manziel got... Released from Montreal in the CFL, and he got banned. And, and they got banned. He got banned. Yeah. He can't yeah, sign with that. any Canadian they team. They won't. They won't say why, though. No, they won't say why. But I can only imagine. Did you hear his <laughs> wife got is accused of cheating in that marathon? No. She, she ran that marathon, and uh, they said that. Uh, she, of course, she's denying the crap out of it, and she's showing pictures of every mile marker to say, "Hey, I don't shouldn't have to do this, but you know, here I am." having to do this but she basically uh averaged when she did her clocking thing she averaged like 14 minute miles for so many miles and then for her to finish at the time she did she would have had to run four minute mile the last six miles (laughs) and like superhuman and this is how they were figuring it out and i'm like wow that's crazy that is crazy you know you married to him so shit's gonna go down yeah well the aaf is supposedly gonna do everything they can to sign him I don't know why everybody keeps thinking he's a good quarterback. He's, he's like not. T- he's like Tebow. They they want him for the attention. That's why. I read this article on it, and they're like, you know, he's going to be good for the league because he brings in fans and he has a lot of attention drawn to him. It's uh, <laughs> whatever. Anyways, all right. Well, let's uh, let's let's move on, Michael. 
What are we going to do? Michael, we're going to do Lost and Found. That has to really be the best segment intro music. It is. I really feel on like any radio show ever. Now I hate all of our other ones, so I'm gonna have to redo them all to be some cool. Yeah. We need Come to. On. We need to stick with what your buddy does, the '70s porn. Dude, I don't know. No, what buddy is this? <laughs> How many buddies do I have here? Well, there's 53 plus coaches <laughs> in New England. How about I just buddy my fist <laughs> in the back of your head? Huh? Anyhow, so Mike, what are we doing right now? All right, Big Daddy. Uh, you guys, we are going to explore the life and times of Andre. which running back are we talking yeah. about? From the nineteen. 19- Did he play in the seventies? No, in the nineteen twenties, <laughs> there was a guy called John Smith. Was Jason born yet? Uh, <laughs> no, he might have been born in his previous life. Oh, okay. Now we're going to do Andre Agassi. Oh, awesome. One He's my, a tennis player. One of my favorite tennis Absolutely. One of your favorite tennis players. I remember One of my favorite tennis players. When we were playing um, Smear the Queer, <laughs> when we were in, uh, younger, uh, I was Andre Agassi sometimes. <laughs> Even though okay. he was a tennis player. It right. was weird, you know, to do that. Was it because Andre had long hair and you had long hair? I had long hair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jay, you remember Mike with his long hair down the middle of his back? Yeah, that was a good old days. I got I to gotta tell a quick story. Once you're done about talking about Andre. You're going to tell a story when I'm done talking about Andre? Yeah, about you and your long hair. So we, I we're, I'm, I'm sure everybody knows who Andre Agassi is. I don't have to go through his sports history, and I don't have to go say, you know, all, all the things he won and all that stuff. What we want to know is his life after he got, um, you know, you know, he hurt his back, and that's why he had to retire. Mm-hmm. He had a pinched nerve or something. Uh, but anyways, you know, he had a great career, and um, we're going to, um, so, and, you know, when he retired, here we go. You ready? <laughs> Patiently waiting. This is some, this wake, is a crazy, Wake up, Jay. This is crazy Come stuff. <laughs> so, you know, he did a bunch of different things. He did a series of charity tournaments, you know, and then he did, uh, he was a surprise guest commentator for the Andy Roddick and Roger Federer U.S. Open quarterfinal Back in uh, 2007. Um, when did he retire? Paul, 2006. The 2006. After the 2006 U.S. Open, he retired. Oh, he did. Okay. Um, and then he, you know, he did a bunch of that kind of crap. You know, no, nothing exciting. Uh, you know, played another tournament somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> play, he played yeah, a lot of these. Played a lot of tournaments so he never after. Re- actually retired. He retired because he hurt his back, but then he goes and plays all these tournaments. I'm like reading this going, what? I thought you hurt your back, man. What's, what's the matter with you? Well, he did play professionally for 20 years, so even after 2006, I'm sure he did some charity stuff, but I mean. Yeah, well, he did like this thing with John McEnroe. Uh, in 2012, Agassiz took part in five tournaments, winning three of those. In November, at first, he won the BILT Champions Showdown in San Jose, beating John McEnroe. But, you know, John McEnroe at this point in 2012 was like 93, right? <laughs> I'm not surprised you were able to beat him. Uh, so he's doing the, all this stuff. So anyways, then he, um, the, oh, then in 2000, oh, Ag- Andre Agassi, then he did some stuff. Uh, they ra- Then he raised a lot of money. He was a very philanthropist kind of guy. But he had a bunch of businesses also. So let's see what he did. Uh, Andre Established a limited liability company named Andre Agassi Ventures. That's that's very creative. Uh, along with five athlete athlete partners: Wayne Gretzky, Gretzky, <laughs> Joe. Say, say that again. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joe Montana, Shaquille O'Neal, and Ken Griffey Jr. and Monica Sellis. He opened up a chain of sports themed restaurants. Uh, named Official All-Star Cafe. I didn't, I never ate at one of those, did you? I've never heard of it. Never heard of it? Obviously, they're not in Nashville. Uh, it closed or down. Michigan. Oh, that was when he was playing. That never closed down in 2001. I never heard of it. In 1999, he paid $1 million for a 10% stake in Nevada First Bank, and he made a $10 million profit when it was sold. That's a pretty good deal. Hmm. This is interesting stuff, isn't it, Jay? That's awesome. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, dude, don't so fall, stay away. So basically, he used to play tennis. So basically, he used to yeah. play tennis. Dude, this, these... And now he plays tennis still. Yeah. And just makes a bunch of money. This might not be as good as last <laughs> week's, but this is it's getting better. I'm, I'm building up to a, a climax here, okay? <laughs> as, I'll patiently wait. As um, Robert Kraft would say. <laughs> uh, so... The okay. only difference is his climax will be taking shorter time. <laughs> okay, so here's a big thing. So here I'm, we're building up. You ready? Uh, After meeting Chef Michael Mina at one of his restaurants in San Francisco, whatever that is, he partnered with him in 2002 to start Mina Group Inc. and they opened 18 concept restaurants in San Francisco. And then uh, it was actually okay. So this is all boring. So uh, gold nugget. <laughs> Andre, you're disappointing me here. I was expecting to have. Oh, here we go. Ooh, this is good. This is what this is what I'm talking about. Andre Agassi and, and Steffi Graf formed a company. He did a lot of business stuff, mm-hmm. and it was called Agassi Graf Holdings. Mm-hmm. And it's basically what they did was they went into places and held each other. <laughs> they just hold each other. <laughs> they get paid for that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They, inv- <laughs> they invested in Pure, a nightclub. At Caesar's Palace, and then they in 2004. Then they sold it to Angel Management in 2010, and I don't know if they made any money. Um, then he did all this stuff. Okay, so we're gonna go through. He, literally, there's like 20 pages of him and all of his. His obviously he's companies very, that he did outside of being a tennis player. Obviously, he's very much a businessman also, and he's, he's a, a smart businessman. Business he just got he, a lot of endorsements a, still. Right, he makes a know. lot of money doing his business ventures okay. and stuff like that. Michael, let's so talk, here we go. Can you talk about his relationships and yes, his family a little bit? So was, that was that was my big bill. Don't ruin oh, it for man. me. I wanted to get through all of the business ventures first. I thought that was very okay. interesting. Gotcha. The holding Steffi Graf as a, as a business. <laughs> they called it the holding, you know. In the early 90s, Andre Agassi dated American entertainer Barbara Streisand. I did not know that. Really? Yeah. He wrote about the relationship in his 2009 autobiography. We agree that we're good for each other, and so what if she's 28 years older than me? We're simpicato, and the public outcry only adds spice to our connection. It makes our friendship feel forbidden, taboo, another piece of my overall rebellion. Dating Barbara Streisand is like wearing hot lava. (laughs) That was a quote from him. (laughs) And then he was, I told you it was getting good. And then he was married to Brooke Shields <laughs> from 1997 to 1999. Uh, that was a big two years of his life. Uh-huh. I'm sure. Then he married Steffi Graf. Ah. Mm. After they started their holding each other, they got married. He must like chicks with big noses. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> and then he... So they have some kids, and... Just they're not pushing their kids to become tennis players, but... Um, they forced him to do it anyways. No, I'm kidding. Uh, anyways, that's pretty much it. I don't see anything like, what's he doing right now? This is the whole point of this. Like today. Um, it, what's he doing today? Paul, you seen anything? Um, he's Michael. playing tennis and he's, making a lot of money. Exactly. And he's business. raising his kids and he's married to Steffi. And Dude, this was one of the best ones I've ever done. Mike, this segment is so entertaining I listen to it and I can't sleep at night because I'm just laughing the whole I'm gonna time. End, I'm going to end with this. I'm going to end with this. You ready? Two things. Mm. He did an autobi- autobiography and there's a lot of things in there. Uh, one mentioned in the book that um, the, um, in the book is he, he was using and testing positive for meta- methamphetamines in 97. And then in response to this Roger Federer declared himself shocked and disappointed while Marat Safin argued that Agassi should return his prize money and be stripped of his titles. That's bogus, man. <clears throat> That's like telling Robert Kraft to give his um, Super Bowls back, you know, his rings back. In an interview with CBS, Agassi, just, Agassi justified himself and asked for understanding, saying, It was a period in my life where I needed help. <laughs> That's how he said it, actually. That was, a, that was actually a recording of him saying it. Hmm. Sounded just like him. And then he yells, this here's the last thing I'm going to end on. This is the big blockbuster ending. You ready? Mm-hmm. Waiting. Agassi said that he had always hated tennis during his career because of the constant pressure it exerted on him. He also said he wore a hairpiece earlier in his career and thought Pete Sampras was 
robotic. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> what do you guys think? Wow. That was mesmerizing. You want to hear about him in politics? No. Okay. Um, Let's move on. But let me, real quick, before yeah. before we move oh, on, yeah, the story. before we move on, this, I just want to uh, just I hope tell this us, is as good as what I said. I just want to tell us a quick little story about, because we were talking, obviously, in the beginning of this wonderful segment about you and your long hair. And yeah. for those of you out there that don't know Michael. Oh, this is a good one. I um, know what you're going to say. He, uh. Long story short. Long story short, about 20 years ago or so. Long story longer. Long curly hair down the middle of his back and. He was in really good shape and all that, and um, but anyway, so we were at a one of Jason's high school football games. <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah. And watching Jason just be spectacular on the field, we and were, we, <clears throat> were, we were dressed for the weather. And um, it was it was I believe it was myself and our sister Carrie yes. and, uh, and and me. Well, you weren't there yet, but and I I can't remember if Andy was with us or not. But in any case, I think Kelly was there. And uh, in any case, um, so. There's two high school kid boys sitting in front of us, mm-hmm. and Mike starts walking. <laughs> a good one. Starts walking towards the the stands like he's gonna walk up to us, but he was stopped and looked at the field because you were playing, Jay, and I didn't want to miss one <clears throat> second of your playing. Not a second, and yeah, all of a sudden, one of the two boys in front of us goes, "Man, she's got a nice ass." <laughs> Because my hair was that. They thought and, I was a chick. And then, and then, and then Mike walks up the stairs and sits down, like almost right next to the kids. And the one boy looks at the other and goes, "Oh, <laughs> not good." Well, in 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 rhetorical response here to your uh, story, yeah, uh, I did have a nice ass, and I still do. Oh, uh, that anyways, yeah. That, Anyhow, that's a classic. That was that was funny. That's I mean, it really was funny. Story. We were laughing so hard because that boy was like, he was in love with you, and and then you well, walked up and you realized you were a dude, and then he's like, holy shit, that's a good looking dude. And, uh, I don't know, but. Anyhow, I'm that was a funny it, story. Great segment. It, I'm just glad he didn't say, man, nice tits too. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> 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 Anyhow, you don't know what you're talking about. All right. Well, that was a great segment, Michael. It was um, the funniest very, one I've ever done. Very entertaining. I um, gotta find some better people. And uh, somebody who actually does something with their life. Maybe a little research before we actually start this might help a little bit. Nah, it's more fun. So, this way. but let's uh, let's move on. We're we're cruising right through this show. Let's uh, let's start the Michigan mashup, Michael. <laughs> Alrighty, Michael. Alrighty, Michael. Alrighty, Michael. All right. Well, it's Michigan matchup time, and uh, as we've been doing lately, we'll we're gonna start off talking about some Michigan basketball, and we actually have good news this week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They, they they yeah they beat Nebraska, and then they went on the road and beat Maryland. Oh, good. So, well, I didn't know they beat Maryland. I wasn't watching it. Yeah. Um. But I'll be honest. I'm gonna be honest with both I, of you guys. I hope you're honest I'm, today. I'm an honest guy. This is honest day today. This is completely honest. I was um, very honest about my the last thing you said about my butt. I so didn't. You need to be honest <laughs> too. I did not pay attention to any Michigan basketball this week. So because of that, maybe that's why they won. We're canceling. It the might show. be. It might. Yeah. It might be. So you're not allowed to watch any um, more Michigan basketball. So because of that, um, Jay, I'm just gonna let you take over. And uh, you talk about the two games. And We're going to leave the room. And, and what we said, or what ha- what we said, what happened, and what they yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> can you do, I'll uh, do my best. Can you do Big Daddy's final take also at the yeah, end of this? Apparently, I'll just wrap up the show. Yeah, we're going to head to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can talk a little bit about the Michigan basketball team. Um, they, uh, yep, had their final home game against Nebraska. And I, I know we were a little concerned about that game, I think, last time we – our last show. But uh, they smoked them at home pretty well. That was a, a convincing win, which was great. Um, I was definitely more nervous about the Maryland game being on the road. I know, Paul, we talked about that our last two games, you know, on the road, right. Maryland and Michigan State. Um, so I watched that game, and finally they put a game together on the road that uh, – you know, we've been hoping they would do with some of their other road games that they've actually lost. But, uh, yeah, it was a close game. 
Um, they were up at the half, um, not by a whole lot. I think like four or five points. Um, and Simpson actually was, he was sat out, I think almost the first seven or eight minutes of the second half, he had three fouls. So, but Beeline did a nice job of playing some younger guys. Um, but, uh, Iggy Brett Brestegas had 21 points, hit some big threes at the end and, uh, yeah, they pulled away and took a 69, 62 victory home. So, uh, well, that's awesome. They need, they definitely needed that because. Yeah, makes me feel a little bit better that they can go at Michigan State this weekend and uh, potentially win that and finish the season yeah, with a win. The, the, the Sparties laid an egg. They lost to Indiana on the road, <laughs> um, just by one. But uh, yeah. they uh, kind of ran out of steam at the end. Um, one thing I noticed too, I know last week I mentioned Michigan. Just their bench, they're pretty. They don't have a lot coming off the bench, and they've got some injuries now. Also, keep in mind, Matthews didn't play against Maryland, so there's hmm. one of their top top players that didn't play. Oh, uh, really? Simpson, yeah, Simpson, like I said, sat out most of the second half, and so Beeline was able to get some younger guys in, and I think uh, that's going to pay off for them in the tournament. Um, but, yeah, now it's a showdown in, in East, East Lansing next Saturday. Um and we really need Purdue to lose. I was actually wrong, Paul, a few weeks ago or earlier. Hmm. I don't know when we Last were talking week. about it. Last it's, week. it's very rare that I'm wrong, but uh, we Michigan. I know that feeling, Michigan. Jason. Trust me. I know. I know Michigan it, too. That's weird. Dude. We all know that feeling. No, you don't, Michael. <laughs> I do, actually. Michigan actually beat Purdue on December 1st, 76-57. I didn't think they actually played them this year, but oh. I was looking back at their schedule. So Interesting. Yes, they did. Uh, yeah, so – Right now, they're a half game back on Purdue. Um, you know, they're 15 and 15 and four in the conference. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, really would love to see Purdue lose one of the last two. They're at Minnesota and at Northwestern. It could happen. Mm. Northwestern could beat them. Mm. I mean, it's on the road. You never know. Well, that's true. You don't ever know. And Minnesota did play good both times they played Michigan. And, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, it is. It is. It's possible. possible. So we'll see what happens, but maybe they can get a share. I think they'll – I think the way Michigan's playing right now, I think they have a good shot to beat Michigan State on the road. I think I, – I agree. I mean, like I said, I, I have a lot more confidence after they beat Maryland on the road, and Maryland's ranked 17 this week. And uh, going into that game, they were ranked 17. Yeah, they, uh, they dropped now. Yeah, they dropped to 24. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Michigan – Michigan, uh, Michigan moved up two spots to number seven. Yep. And um, state fell to nine. And state fell to nine. Um, you know, but I'll, I'll, you know, honestly, if Michigan, you know, Michigan beats Michigan State, which I'm pretty confident they will. Um, sorry, our little Sparty fans that are listening. <laughs> um, that uh, even if Purdue wins and they win the conference, you know, we've talked about this several times. It's, it's about the tournament and the Big Ten tournament. And you can be regular season conference champions. That's great. They'll give you like a lollipop for that. And then <laughs> it's about the tournament. And Michigan has won the Big Ten tournament two years in a row. So, mm-hmm. you know, whether they finish first or second, I don't think it's going to really affect anything going into the tournament. I think if they can beat Michigan State, they're on a three-game winning streak, and they will probably be favored to win that tournament, the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but, yeah, that's uh, – a a good week for michigan basketball for sure i was i was glad that that they did you know um we're not going to really talk too much about the rest of the basketball ncaa um uh kentucky lost to tennessee uh they dropped in the rankings north carolina's up to number three which is uh, actually really good for michigan because michigan beat them earlier in the year right i agree absolutely yeah i saw when i when i got the the notification that 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 the rankings came out today I, I said I thought the same thing that you know that's good for Michigan that North Carolina's ranked as high as they are, um, but really I mean we're we're going we're in the last week of the season and now really it's about all the tournaments that are going to happen and of course the big dad the big dance, so, yeah. um, but what I want to do Jay now is and and I'm sorry Mike I didn't include you but you're not paying attention anyway so <clears throat> what I want to do now is talk a little bit about the uh, six players um, from Michigan that were at the combine this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, Karan Higdon, Zach Gentry, mm-hmm. uh, of course, Rashawn Gary, 
Chase Winovich, Devin Bush, and David Long. Mm-hmm. Is that all six? Yeah. Yep. I, I wasn't counting, but it um, sounds about right. Sounds yeah. about right. Um, and from what I saw and, and, and what I'm reading now is, you know, all of them had good good combines. Um, Bush and Gary and Winovich had great combines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and what I well, saw as far as a prediction for, for Rashawn Gary is he'll be the highest Michigan player drafted, probably going in top four or five, maybe six, somewhere around there, maybe seven at the most. Yeah, I was Bush really right. impressed with Devin Bush. I think, man, how did he do for a linebacker? Yeah, he, you know, his forty time was four, 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 three. What? Yeah, wow, he's quick. He did twenty-one reps on the bench press, which is pretty good for a linebacker. Um, I think he was actually number one in the. They do like a twenty-yard shuttle or something, and he was number one in that. So he ranked really high. Um, but you know, overall, though, I know we talked earlier. How much do these numbers really matter? You know, yeah. I just think he's just a all-around good football player. So, yeah, I think um, I read something earlier that Devin Bush's um, combine and everything he did there took him from a second-round pick to a potential first-round pick. Why he wouldn't be a first-round pick, anyways, I don't know. But he's projected second round, and now with his combine, because he's smaller, it could move him into the first round. You know, maybe late first round, yeah. but into the first round and. You know. well, yeah, they they put him down because of his size. That's the thing is all these analytics goes into this. It doesn't mean anything. I agree. I, I totally agree. It doesn't really mean a whole heck of a lot. But, um, you know, on, and and no offense to David Long. I'm sorry if you're listening, David. But who's, I who's forgot he? you were at the combine. <laughs> who's David Long? <laughs> the cornerback. Oh, and, and from Michigan. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I no, I know what uh, Devin Bush. He had the top vertical for linebackers. He. 40.5 holy crap it's crazy yeah. but i mean even david long he he had a four four six forty. i mean <clears throat> yeah all the players except uh so devin bush was faster than him mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> oh my god mm-hmm. yeah one thing i noticed about all these players though when i was looking at all the numbers doing some research on these none of them placed very high in the bench press but all of them have a lot of speed yeah so, yeah, I noticed that too. Except oh. Zach, except Zach, Zach Gentry. Yeah, who didn't didn't do very well. Probably should have stayed an extra year there. But yeah, they said he should. I mean, he's six eight, but he runs a four. He ran a four nine one forty, and for a tight end, that's slow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and Karan Higdon, uh, what did Higdon do? I just saw that. What was his 40 time, Jay? Didn't Bush run like faster four, than Higdon? Four. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a 4.48, four, something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> something like that. I saw um, I saw something the other day on Facebook that uh, just a little one of those little NFL meme things or combine, whatever mm-hmm. the heck they call those mm-hmm. things, whatever mm-hmm. the kids are calling that stuff today, Michael. Mm-hmm. GIFs? Um, not like a GIF. A meme. A meme. That I think they were talking that uh, the um, – um, sit with the face. Oh, oh my goodness! The sit. kid we were talking about earlier, defensive lineman, his forty time was faster than like eight running backs, quarterbacks over the last like ten years. Like faster than all these offensive players that are supposed to be fast, like Odell Beckham, Antonio Brown. Yeah, all these players, his forty time was faster. It's crazy. Devin yeah, Bush, again, I think, was right there also. But again, I think it comes down to your work ethic. Yeah. The heart. The heart, that, man. Like you talked about earlier. Yeah. So if you look at all these guys, I mean, if I kind of had to rank them on who I think is going to be successful, I think Bush and Winovich. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Gary's a beast, and I get all the hype around him, but I don't know. There's something about him. I just don't know if he's going to excel in the NFL. Yeah. Well, you know? Rashawn Gary came out, I guess it was yesterday after his combine said he is by far the best player in the draft. He said that to himself? Well, there were reporters around also. But he said it to the reporters? Yes. Okay, that was That he is the best player in the draft. I don't like him anymore. So, Rashawn, you know what? You better prove that, son. That's all I got to say. Yep. That's all I got to say. He if didn't you, prove it playing for Michigan. If you're going to talk to talk, you got to walk the walk. He was, he was good at some games, but at other games he was. Right. So, 
Um, well, we'll see. The draft is in what, about almost just under two months. Um, it's here in Nashville. That's exciting for me. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to try and get a press pass. Do you think they'll give Big Daddy a press pass? Big Daddy Sportsman. Heck, yeah. I they should. See why not. They should. And then, Jay, you can come down and we'll all go to a draft together. I'd love to do I'll, that. I'll, I'll tackle Winovich. Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Good luck. Yeah, well, I'm faster than him, so. Um, if you get a rolling start, you might be <laughs> downhill. If I'm on my scooter. <laughs> but, uh well, let's uh, let's move on, Michael. Let's get this thing wrapped up, and let's let's move on to Big Daddy's final take. I was hoping you'd say that. I knew you were. was that michael i just just, just decided to do that uh well this week's final take i wanted to uh i wanted to pay homage that's a big word um to one of the greatest detroit red red wings that wed wings wings. ever played (laughs) the game of hockey one of the greatest players to ever play the game of hockey he passed away today at the age of 93 and that'd be ted Lindsay. ted Lindsay. Ted Lindsay played for Detroit um, from 1944 to 1960, and again from 64 to 65. He also played three years in between those two for Chicago. Uh, never won a cup with Chicago, but won four Stanley Cups with Detroit. And uh, a lot of people may not know this. All, all of you out there listening that are hockey fans, I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, history here. Uh, that, you know, at the end of the Stanley Cup, when the team wins it, they lift a cup over their heads and they skate around the ice. That all started in 1950 because of Ted Lindsay. Ted Lindsay was the first player to ever lift a cup over his head and skate around the ice. Hmm. And I saw an interview with him, and he said that he did that because uh, he wanted to see if he could get the cup closer to the fans and get them involved a little bit more. Did not plan on it being a tradition, but it ended up happening. And Detroit, from 1950 to 1955, 56, won four Stanley Cups. So it's pretty cool to know that that he was the one that started that tradition. He won the Art Ross Trophy, which is MVP in the 49-50 season. And it was part of the very famous production line, which was Sid Abel, Gordie Howe, and himself. And they were very successful in the in the 50s with, with Detroit. Um but I just wanted, you know, it, it's it's kind of sad as a Detroit fan that that uh, you know somebody like that passes away. I know he was in, he was old. He lived a good life. You know, full but life, I do a full life for all all of Ted's family that's listening. Um, I want to pay my condolences, and you know, he was arguably one of the greatest Red Wings to ever play. A lot of people say he was better than Gordie Howe. Yeah, and I've heard that. If it weren't for him. Uh, if he was on any other team, Gordie Howe, you would not even know who Gordie Howe is. Let me uh, ask you something. Sure. How, how many of his family you think is actually listening? None, but that's beside <laughs> the point, Michael. I'm just, trying to. I'm clear, trying. To, I want to clarify. Hey, this. Big Daddy needs to pay his condolences, and you know. That's a good final take. So basically, um, this final take is a finality of. <clears throat> he's gone. So it's final. It's, it's final. Okay. It is as final of a final yeah, take as you can final have. Take. So, yeah. so Ted, rest in peace. Um, you had a, an incredible life. I mean, he did so much for hockey. It's mind-boggling what the, what this guy did. And um, he was the one that organized the NHL Players Association. And mm. he, uh, you know, a lot of things in hockey wouldn't be happening if it weren't for Ted Lindsay. So mm-hmm. my condolences once again to the family. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're all listening, and I know you're you're busy right now. Mm-hmm. But if you can take a few minutes and listen to me, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Mike, that's all I got, man. Uh, Big Daddy, the, the, that was a the, good. That was a good final. That take, was the man. most final final take you can have. That's a very final. So, <laughs> great show tonight. Once again, as usual. Once again, appreciate you guys being here. We appreciate you having us. Can't do it without you. Thanks for inviting us. Oh, hey, yeah. No problem. No yeah. problem. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook. Search Big Daddy Sports Minute. Please like and share our page uh, on Twitter at BD Sports Minute. Instagram, BD Sports Minute. We're still working on iTunes and all that other fun stuff. It's going to happen eventually. We're going to get out there. We're getting everywhere, right, Jay? We're trying. (laughs) 
Contain it's your, complicated. Con- contain your yeah. excitement, Jay. I know you're still excited about Andre Agassi. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Mike, where can we follow you? Oh, Big Daddy, I'm glad you asked because yeah. you can follow me in my big white truck driving down, down Highway 100. Actually, I'm going to drive down I-40 oh. to Old Hickory, Change and then I'm going to go to Highway 100 all the way home. Jay, can we follow you anywhere in the freezing cold? Not really. <laughs> all right, you don't want to. <laughs> He'd have to make. He have to shovel a, a walkway Jay, for Jay, it. you even look cold in your house. Get a cup of hot chocolate or something. Yeah, I had some earlier. <laughs> All right. Well, great show. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, Big Daddy's out. <laughs>